0: Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm
1: Daniel. I'm Kevin. I uh, Here's the deal, okay? I earlier had to go upstairs to pee, all right?
0: Follow uh, us on Facebook at
1: When Daniel Met Rich. I came back down, and I had to go back up, and I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> Follow
0: us on Twitter at WDMR Podcast.
1: I came back up because when I initially peed, I had a misleading stream where I aimed it right at the bull and it shot straight up. And I missed.
0: Videos are uploaded every Friday (laughs) to YouTube. Like and subscribe at Wendaniel Rich.
1: This isn't awkward at all. So I wiped the seat, right? I cleaned it even like everything that was like originating from before me because I hit the top of the lid, not the bottom. And I definitely saw stuff at the lip of the bowl towards the bottom.
0: Podcasts are uploaded every Monday. The other show shows up every Wednesday.
1: And so uh, when I came back down, I didn't remember. I remember definitely cleaning it, but not flushing it. And that's why I went back upstairs to the bathroom again. (laughs) (laughs) that concludes the plug
0: section of the podcast
2: (laughs) we call that a rewipe
1: very nice oh yeah no basically so I went back upstairs to make sure I flushed nice because I did not want there to be a bowl of piss waiting for anyone nice so it's just the worst when you open the lid and someone left a shit it's like damn I don't care if you took a shower before this definitely why would you shower before Uh, after sorry after Okay. and then forget the poop which happens on occasion everyone does it every gender
0: I hate it when I have to poop after a shower.
1: Yeah, because you have that wet
3: ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's down. like,
0: I'm barely dry, but I really got to poop, and I really don't want to dry my butt because I might poop on the towel, and I don't want to... You know, oh, okay. Yeah. So and then you mean, just sit
1: down and kind of air dry as you poop. It's the same as putting on wet pants. It's like, ugh. Yeah. This is wet. And then you slide around the toilet seat a little bit, yeah. and then you're afraid if it's looped up, you'll just like slide right in. Into your own poop. It's true.
0: So let's get to know each other. <laughs> we have Kevin as our guest this week. How's Kevin, it going, guys? Kevin's my cousin. Yes. IRL. Yes. Number one fan of the show. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime of Colorado. Hence the shirt if you're
1: watching. He has a shirt.
0: Not, not Daniel's short.
1: shirt. Yeah. Not mine. <laughs> Who
2: cares about Marvel? <laughs> yeah.
0: Daniel's all marvelicious instead of being transformerific.
1: There was too much Yay. of me. I, had to fix the I like those words.
0: Okay. I dig it. Yes.
1: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start getting because I do this during the show now, where I get up and I adjust the camera, and it's unacceptable. So what I'm gonna do yeah. is I'm gonna have Brian get like a uh, one of those grabby hands. Yeah. The hands with the fingers that don't squeeze enough. I want it to be difficult. He needs to earn his fake money. We don't pay him, and mm. for him to squeeze it and move it back and forth for us, and I'll be like adjust the camera. But he can do it without getting up, coming around. Yeah. You know what I mean. Just go on the well, unless he full-on ghosts and phases through the desk and the gigantic desktop we have there now, um, there's no way that shit's moving. So. Yeah.
0: For those playing the game, drink. How the so Soup is Made.
1: How That's the what that sauce game is. is made.
2: How the
0: Soup is Made. Anytime sauce? Daniel references how, how the show's Made. Oh, I'm okay.
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is there anything out of place on your uh, Lego wall here? Anything out of place?
3: Yes.
0: Well everything's in a state of transition at this point because i finally 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 built all the harry potter sets that i got i love it so i made great hall is behind me there on I, that side and on the other side is the whomping willow and then there's the quidditch pitch uh-huh. right there and you can actually Hogwarts see it Express on the camera there. you what can I did. see it on the
1: camera you can see what i did
0: what did you do? It's... Uh, do it, you have Harry railing Hedwig? Uh,
1: no, even worse. It might be too soon. Oh. Hedwig is dead. Yes. Spoiler. Thanks
0: to a random killing curse, I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know. No, it was a killing curse. Yeah. She I don't got not know. She got this is what happens head. when I leave Daniel alone in the den of bricks while I run my dogs to get a grooming appointment.
1: Hedwig got uh hit by a stray... Killing curse. Avada Kedavra curse. Yes. In the beginning of the book. That's right. That was the yeah. death of Harry's innocence. Yes. That was the death of his childhood. It was. And showing us that book seven was truly going to be a massacre. (laughs) (laughs) The darkest.
3: (laughs) The darkest timeline.
1: Right?
0: Well, you know, it got really dark once Harry got pubes.
1: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. The only thing curlier than Hermione's hair. Oh, <laughs> in dying. the books! Aww. Wow, jeez, <laughs> this got intense. Follow the fan fiction online at so, numerous <laughs> WordPress sites. Suddenly, <laughs> anyway. suddenly, we're doing a Harry Potter catch-up, and it's <laughs> all adult themed. Jesus, <laughs> we should do a kids Harry Potter catch-up. We're catch up eventually going, going to do the Harry one. Potter
0: catch-ups. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eventually. Should we do Harry Potter's, like, reviews one by one? We'll watch one and we'll review it?
0: Watch and read, yes.
1: Watch and read. Okay, no, that's fine. Yes. Sorry, this is leaning towards nerd. I just wanted to... Yeah, eventually that will come. It was me doing the Simpsons heads too, just so you know. I figured as much. I did. That was really weird, wh- and Brian. Out. Wha- <laughs> I did one per visit. Did you put them back,
0: Brian? I put them you back because oh, it was okay. weirding Brian Sorry, out. I did like-, was like. Why do the heads keep moving? I was like, it's probably Daniel. I was doing I was one. <laughs> I was doing
1: one per visit. <laughs> I figured as much. Like, more and more, just turning Let's backwards. See how far we can go, yes. <laughs> right? I started again, Brian.
0: Yes. But hey, manage. Fallout Boy and Bartman were okay, so that, <laughs> That's those are matters. the only ones I really look at because they're on the roof. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, so yeah, well, if they fall off, they'll be dead on arrival on the ground. They will, yes. That was a Fallout Boy pun, indeed. That was for Cody, who's listening, and I know he'll enjoy it. So he get, right. he gets to take it in. So fantastic. So how's your week been? My week's been okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to get this boot off. All yeah. right, I, they should have chopped it off and gave me a bionic leg because I tell you what, I would have been better off. I wouldn't have minded it in an Inspector Gadget leg. You know what I mean? Um, I could be Go-Go uh, Inspector... Or no, Go-Go Gadget uh, unicycle. And then car you know, problem This is fixed. how we
0: get Cyberdyne.
1: This is how we get Skynet. Hey, (laughs) did you see the name of my drive that I moved back and forth? I definitely went with Skynet (laughs) because every goddamn drive is named Skynet. Everyone names their computer Skynet. Mine was HAL 9000. Very nice. Mine's Avalanche. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. You couldn't even go like Soundwave or yeah. like... <laughs> no, I'm not a <laughs> smart man. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to do it now. So yeah. so, something I transformer my like. to go.
2: Can you change my uh, disk drive for me real quick? <laughs> right? <laughs> just right. Just right-click, change name.
1: Nice. Soundwave. Soundwave is the one that changes, right? That goes small and big? And oh, does stuff. Do. He's the one uh, tape cassette. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. No, life, uh, life has been whatever... Just the the day to day norm, and there's you know there's some some extra extra uh, drama, but we don't talk about everything on here, right? Don't say everything out loud. Maybe no. there'll there'll come a day where I can say exactly one what I want to say out loud, but typically you have it's to w- let
0: it age a few years. Yeah, you got to let it age a few years. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten in trouble for a couple things that I've said on the show so far that the wife has heard, and she's like, "You're telling people that," and I'm like, "It's not." A state
1: secret, is it? Uh, yeah, apparently it is. What? I know all the secrets now. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. I don't know. And and yeah, Sarah listens in too when I tell her, you know, uh, when I told her things were getting more and more risque, she listens in on it to make sure we're not being pigs. We're not being sexist pigs here in the den of bricks where we're sexist and we hate the Me Too movement. How about if it was just me because it's all about me and women suck and I don't defend them ever at all. And I never say once that women deserve to be treated fairly and correctly and guys that don't are assholes. Hashtag Me Too. Yeah. (laughs) yeah right no but I do yeah but I digress
0: yes Kevin how was your week
2: good just long working yeah on vacation soon what do you do nice software engineering mostly around quality assurance make sure it's everything all the software is functioning correctly
1: nice yeah cool and you got a degree for uh
2: software engineering but focusing on making games
1: dope yeah sweet someone hire this guy to make a game he's ready yeah his body's awesome. ready, except it. do it here, not in California or Washington. Yeah,
0: Washington,
2: Washington. It came out fast, <laughs> and I was just trying We're to Washington. How you spell Washington? How many R's are in W A R R S A
1: Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Were you making eye? Brian. Were you making? Were you making eye contact with him when he started spelling it? Yeah. That's what. That's why. That's we have these issues where we'll have a podcast, and if you accidentally make eye contact with Brian before you say something, he will like. He will take that As you're telling him And he takes off Yeah we told Cody. Cody was waiting like <laughs> a week and two days <laughs> to, to talk about destiny in the whisper of the worm.
0: <laughs> really? I, I made Brian eye contact <laughs> to trigger Cody, and it triggered <laughs> Brian instead. I look
1: at Brian, and Brian's like, "Okay." Turns on his camera, and he says everything that Cody was finally like penciling in <laughs> into an essay for like a week and two days. That is funny. And then Brian's <laughs> and Cody's like fair <laughs> you fucking pointed at me that's <laughs> I didn't point I looked I made right. eye contact but that's enough that, obviously because yeah. Kevin asked me to spell Washington <laughs> <and> you, <laughs> of, you don't have a microphone right now Brian it's amazing stop it <laughs> <laughs> he will he will not be stopped uh, Brian was, was such a, a, a kind and generous mic owner and lent it to yeah. Kevin when I was Thank an idiot and forgot my actual you're extra the real MVP one. of the show so yes we'll get extras it's not a big deal Brian's problem. always the VIP still Yes. Yeah. How, nice. how is software engineering? It's fun. It can be stressful at times. Can we tell that really funny story about when uh, I sent you the article about the fridge emptying out? Oh, yeah, we could do that.
2: Okay. So, my previous job had a fridge full of all these drinks you can want teas, cokes, right. energy drinks. It was always stocked full of stuff.
1: And they ask you what you
2: want and then stop. Yeah, them. they ask me what I want. Oh, nice. I'm a big fan of these yeah. cherry zing teas. Yeah. So, it, I was always stocked. It was definitely
1: them. one of those like millennial company styles yeah. things where, yeah. yeah
2: then all of a sudden, like, the, the fridge gets keeps getting less stocked and less stocked, and like there's not much. One day, I show up to work and getting laid off. I could have uh, took that as a sign. Yeah. Things were not going well when the fridge isn't stocked. Right. <laughs> Why? Because that's my, my livelihood right Well, there.
1: because I sent you an article a few days before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It, like, let it, I should I have
2: been triggered about that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, put two and two together. What what's the article, Kevin? That's how you tell the story. <laughs> I remember the article. I, I like sent him an article. Ago. I sent him an article um, about game designers getting laid off because he kind of had a feeling about it, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Some people are getting laid off, and we're not really making any money because it was a startup." Right. And I sent him an article about game design companies and that uh, the telltale signs that they were going downhill, and that because there's uh, it, game design is. companies are infamous for um, finishing a product, laying off the entire staff. Yep just screwing these mm-hmm. people over yeah. and then going to do what they want but one of them the telltale sign was that the fridge that was always stocked is now getting empty and is yeah. never stocked and then he sent me a message he's like dude my fridge and he takes a picture and it because it had a see-through fr- uh yeah mayor, yeah, yeah yeah and uh <laughs> it was empty yeah and he was like oh shit and then sure enough like two weeks later it was over yep. <laughs> yeah
2: Let's just started looking <laughs> at two weeks before yeah, yeah. right Still. That's when you update
3: the
0: Roses of May. That's when it's like, hey, where's my tea? <laughs> Shit, okay, let me... Uh, <laughs> That's the
1: rule, everyone, when the, when the fridge isn't it stocked. Has, uh, Start two thinking. 2017 to present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, You're I had it. a... Yeah, programmer on Half-Life 3. <laughs> 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 it's never coming.
0: Anyways. never. That's the joke. Yeah. I love that joke. It's a good story. I've never played Half-Life, but I can't. Me either. Yeah. All that matters is the joke. Yep. Yeah. That's all right. And know write it, it's well loved.
1: I hear you, Brian. Just write it down for next week because <laughs> we're having you on the show anyway. Write it down. <laughs> we'll talk next week.
0: Brian is upset at this news. It's true. Bye. Anyway. <laughs> How was your
1: week? It was, it was all right.
0: Uh, spent Sunday watching John Wick and donating platelets and plasma. Right. As I do every two to three weeks. Uh, this past week was just prepping for this current, this coming week, since I'm going to be in a pretty much, I'm going to be in a Kaizen event or a CI event, Mm -hmm. continuous improvement where we go into a process, do a deep dive and try and cut whatever waste we can from that process. And it's going to be, I'm going to be sitting in a room with like six other people. Going over something that I've optimized by myself at least four times over the past 16 years of working there. (laughs) Yep. But now I'm going to get other input. So I'm like kind of excited and kind of dreading it. Right. I might learn something new, but it's going to be a lot of posturing and power moves and things of that nature that I'm just not really into
1: at all. Well, sure. The micromanagement is never fun. Right. Yeah. And while, you know, some people have the best intentions and they definitely mean to uh, do their jobs because it is their job to do these things. Right. Some jobs, especially well-established ones, can have serious uh, problems with micromanagement. Yeah. Serious problems with people breathing down your necks. And it hampers progress. Absolutely. It absolutely does. And they're, you know, they're going to tell you how your sauce is made when you've been making it for 16 years. Yeah. So...
0: Nothing shuts me down faster than, are you sure you're doing that the right way? Why don't you try it like this? <laughs> well, because I tried it like that a few years ago, and it didn't work. So I found this way, and this way works best for me. Yeah, I'd really like it if you tried this way for me. Nah, I mean, why don't you go fuck a duck? Yeah, <laughs> right? <You know>? Quack!
3: <laughs>
0: that's that's my constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Anyway, so... um. On the earlier podcast, we were getting into some stuff. We were getting into uh, some sexism equality things of, you know. Yeah. Men and women being treated the same, fairly. We've been on that a couple times, you know. We have, yes. And uh, you brought up the subject of an open marriage (laughs) somehow. I think I mentioned that some people do that. Yeah, it was mentioned, yes, in passing. Yes. And... That brought to mind my philosophy on cheating. Uh Because I have a very, very different philosophy on cheating than most people. Okay. In that, like, say my wife comes up to me and she goes, hey, Rich, there's this guy. I'm really attracted to him. I just want to have sex with him once. I want to keep it physical just to scratch that itch. It will mean nothing. I love you, only you, and I'm completely devoted to you. I would say, wear a condom, have fun.
1: Yeah. Get it out of the way.
0: Now, if she saw this guy and thought to herself, I'm going to have sex with that guy, and Rich is never going to have any idea that it ever happened. Mm -hmm. That thought alone is cheating to me. It's more about the betrayal
1: of trust than it is about the physical act. Yeah, I agree with that. Rich is true neutral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was writing it down, uh, but not really. I was fake writing it. No, you're fake writing it. Yeah, you were going
2: somewhere with this. You know, I mean, I would never cheat my wife or anything, but yeah, right. Uh, I, I can see what he's saying. I think it's more hurtful to do it behind the back than it is to present it and ask about it. Right? It is. Yeah, you're, it's not far gonna, more you're, you're, you're not going to know hurtful, how they're going to yes. feel if you don't yes. ask nice. and bring it up. Yes, you just assume. I guess it's either it's better to ask for forgiveness or permission
1: yeah right. yeah exactly um here's the deal It comes with the expectations. you establish expectations of how you feel about things and you do these things, right so it comes to the end of the day where i don't i I would also not do this (laughs) like obviously right um where where it comes to that and then i don't know it's such a here's the deal and when i talk about establishing expectations i mean to say when you start having a relationship with with your wife you knew when you met her because you guys were both very into the things you guys were in you guys are so very alike and that's why your marriage your relationship as soulmates has been so squeaky clean is because you are so damned alike with your uh, partaking of pornography Mm -hmm. which uh, we don't shame. Everyone looks at pornography sooner or later. (laughs) (laughs) Get the bell. Shame, ding, ding, shame. Don't make Um, me walk to the Red Key, (laughs) nude. Yeah, basically. We're going to cut your hair even shorter. You're not going to be a beautiful blonde woman anymore and we're going to shame uh, you. Um we're going to use a body double though, don't worry. All right. Uh, you will have Fair a enough. magnificent pair of tits. So
3: <laughs> that's all I ask in this life. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go in, man, I'm going to have to learn how to like get like do a crappy crappy reposition of your head onto <laughs> the body double of Game of Thrones <laughs> and play it but with black strips because we can't have nudity on YouTube. <laughs> that's- but it'll be you crying. <laughs> I want it'll the mosaic. You. Damn it! You'll do whatever you can to get back to your kids. Now, uh, again, <laughs> it's not about shaming. You guys to have it, like established the expectations. I worked with a guy once. Um, as far as m- my duties and how I do do it, um, it wouldn't. I couldn't. I I couldn't do it without um, being there. In that, um, I I just couldn't. I couldn't do it without it feeling too funky which I feel like at the end of the day um, and I'm not asking you to tell me if you would go through with it okay or if Christy would go through with it okay unless you're certainly confident you can say something about it without uh, creating an issue with the both of you well, but okay let me finish my thought I'm sure every, every let's make people stick around for another half an hour while we talk right. about this to <laughs> find out your answer um, <laughs> yeah. but for me I I personally on a personal level I couldn't do it but I 100% understand why people do it now if i had married a girl who said i kind of want to do that i don't know that i would be able to be in that relationship because i don't i don't like to share but that's a personal preference right 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 yeah absolutely um but at the same time it's also picking an evil where it's something that it comes to the there's the whole celebrity rule right Mm -hmm. i mean my my girlfriend isn't so comfortable with like the pornography and looking at other women um, me looking at other women and that's the whole thing of like, did other people have the same reasons that they might not look at porn or they do or they don't. Um, my wife, I'm trying, the, this is just opening a big old uh, bag of things that I can say right now. Personal preference, I wouldn't do it. Um, I know my wife wouldn't want to do it, but we live under different circumstances than you guys. In which case, we married upon our expectations, Mm-hmm. Of doing that to where we don't want to share. And you guys doing that? Um, well, and don't can, get me wrong. Yeah.
0: Okay. We haven't been with anybody else since we've been married, right? I set this expectation when we first got together. Oh. I said, "Look, it does. However you feel is however you feel. Okay. This is the way I feel about it. Right. And I told her exactly what I just said. You know, if you exactly. want to." have a physical interaction with one person one time whatever or anybody at any time Mm -hmm. and you let me know up front this is what i'm gonna do
1: sure i'm fine with that i can agree with that i would because you let me know up front i would prefer my wife for my wife to come to me and be like hey Charlie Hunnam's in town, and he like asked me on a date, <laughs> yeah. and I would lean in and I would say, "You ride that man like <laughs> he rode his bikes." In <laughs> sort of okay, uh, which she told. Like yeah. we've we've had the discussion of like celebrities that are cute, and she told me she was like, "Man, Charlie Hunnam's a babe," and I'm like, "That's true. Charlie Hunnam is a babe. It's true." Uh, Margot Robbie is also drop dead gorgeous, and she's like, "Fuck Margot Robbie, he
3: she can die." <laughs> <laughs> Long story short,
1: but nice. you know, um, still, it's it's the whole of expectations in the way that these things are carried forth. But no, I can agree with that. Well, fun story. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. No, you. Well, I mean,
3: am I well, talking my, too much? My here? central
0: point on it is that yes, where where the line lies for you when it comes to cheating mm-hmm. on me. For me, it's the betrayal of trust. Right. So, I I haven't been with anybody else since I met my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be with anybody else since I met my wife because she set the expectation with me. She was like, no, you know, you're beholden to me. And I'm like, that is perfectly fine. Yeah, please. I'm okay with that Yeah, 100%. Yes. And I told her, I was like, I would rather share you than be without you. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. So yeah.
0: if it's, if it's going to be a one-time thing that you, no emotion involved, you're not falling in love or anything, and this is what you want to do, I don't want to be the thing that stands in your way. hmm I also don't want you to be sitting around thinking about having sex with another guy yeah. when you're supposed to be with me. Right. You know, if you've got this thought passing through your head of, oh man, I would love to ride Freddie Prinze Jr. or John Travolta or whoever the fuck. It's true. I'm not, I'm not cool with that because you're basically thinking about cheating on me. Right. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's a betrayal of trust. But she's told me out front, you know, she was like, I would so hop on that shit. Cool. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Cool. But That's I true. I don't want to be lied to about it, you know, and it's like yeah,
1: yeah I don't think anybody would anybody would want to be lied to about it. Right. It's true. And the cheating is, you know, um it's it's hard to define and then, you know, there's also the tears of like hugging, kissing, mm-hmm. uh lying about texting, lying about who you see, what you do do, what you don't do. Right. Like yeah. there's the fine lines in that where it's just kind of like also is it worth bringing up? Yeah. Is it worth, you know, diving in and, you know, as as we get deeper and deeper into that, it's also kind of a, well, if we're, you know, kind of shaming a guy for, like, texting a woman and calling it cheating, that's not so cool. Lying about it is where it gets risque. Yeah. Right. And it becomes problematic in the terms of, you like, it's a double-edged sword that you're talking about right now because... Like, you're talking about, like, you know, your definition of cheating and how we define it. But I think most widely it is literally just being with that person at all because I couldn't tell my wife, hey, there's an attractive woman I want to sleep with. And now that I've told you, it's not cheating. Right? Right. But But that's that's a different definition. Exactly. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I think across the board that there's that. But then there's the open marriages, right? Which I do have something to add. (laughs) Uh, Because I used to do solar Uh, work and Mm -hmm. we would ride in uh, three-person cab trucks onto the way to the jobs and there was a guy who uh, what what is the the relationship of uh, uh, Harry Krishna Krishna something Harry Krishna yes thank you Um, and he had prayer beads and he would prayer pray and um, we would have conversations and at one point he was (laughs) he saw my wife and he was like damn And we were still kind of young and like, it was still kind of thin, and I was like, thank you. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, we the next day, we were in the gas station grabbing out food, and uh, my foreman, and he was pretty young, too. He was actually the youngest electrician there. He was on one ups, up opposite side of the gas station, and uh, my friend Pete was on the other side. And, he, hey, Pete, did you know Daniel's wife is hot? <laughs> I was like, god damn it. I <laughs> think he said fiance or girlfriend or whatever, but he said Daniel's girl's hot, and I'm like, God damn it! Thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying it out loud and stuff like that. But um, he actually, as it turned out, and I don't know how he got to the point of the conversation, um, he and his wife had a third wife. Mm-hmm. They had another wife in the equation. I've talked to friends who have said they're open to. Uh, one of one of my friends said to to make his wife happy. That they would, he was open to having a, another girl in the relationship, not for him, but for her to fulfill her bisexuality. Mm, right. you know? Um They ended up. Uh, I know that my foreman ended up breaking it off because of uh, because they actually lived like in the basement of a temple that their parents owned, uh-huh. and the they, you know, I I wasn't sure if it was the re- the religion that allowed it or if they were like breaking you know new barriers in terms of the religion of not allowing the extra. Um, person in the marriage but um, there are people in cultures that are completely happy being the third or fourth wife if, if they like everyone Yeah, you know what I mean in religions and in, in cultures where sex is far more normalized mm-hmm. sex with multiple people is far more normalized um, I remember watching a short or reading an article where some people in India are perfectly happy with their parents matching them with someone yeah. yep Perfectly happy, you know, I was reading an article earlier
0: today about uh, the drop in arranged marriages Mm because arranged marriages have seriously fallen off in the past 15 years
1: in India or here
0: worldwide
1: Indian culture (laughs) basically
0: worldwide pretty much Sure. that they're just falling away and it's leading to this rise in single guys that are socially awkward. Nice. Because in the past, mm-hmm. socially awkward guys would just get set up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: then they learned as they went. Yeah. And it was pretty much like, well, this is your wife now. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> Let's you,
1: figure this out. You get a guy that has not left World of Warcraft for a, a decade yeah. and a half, and he's like, wait, you're telling me I don't have to make eye contact with this girl? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it now. So I uh, got a hole uh, uh, in sheet? Now. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. We don't even have to talk. No, leave the Sheikah on. Leave the Sheikah on. Take everything else. If you can actually pull it over your eyes. <laughs> no, that's kind of ridiculous. And it's funny at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no.
0: But no, I've met, I've met thruples people that are in, there's, their relationship is polyamorous. All three of them love each other equally. Yeah, yeah. Where like the wife refers to her husband and her wife, yeah, and the husband refers to his two wives exactly. I, that's and that's how they think of each other, right? And it all ends up in a big pile and everything, and it's lots of fun for everyone involved,
1: I guess. <laughs> I wonder if that could be uh, could have been a staple of American culture, if not for the fact that it is everything about the American culture is so fucking dog eat dog. It's, you know what I mean? It's all it's all <laughs> founded.
0: Let's let's face it. Our country is an oxymoron. It's so we true. Were, so true. We were funded by Puritans for whom the Catholic Church wasn't strict enough. There were also slave owners who wanted to be free.
1: Also true. Yes. <laughs> Sla- yeah. it, no. It's true. Yeah.
0: These are these are things that are just contradictory to each
1: other. It's like, just good for us, but everybody else. We're going to say it out loud for anyone who's not really a history buff, and there will be no shaming of the things you do know or don't know or get wrong. Uh, same for us. Yeah. But Democrats wanted to continue to own slaves. Yeah. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Republicans did not want to own slaves. Yep. It is because of Republicans that slavery was abolished. They fought for that. Yep. And they won that battle. Which is funny Mm -hmm. in hindsight of looking at today where we're trying to keep everyone the fuck out. They're not the exact same, but it's also the whole idea of people not being the same or being equal. Right. And deserving the same things. Do they deserve freedom? Yes. Do they deserve to live in our country? Yes. But both of those things are people who are going to say no. Right. But that becomes a political conversation. Yes. And it's so interesting. But yeah. It is. (laughs) This might be a little bit more political of a show than exactly. a typical, but. Exactly. So hope you're
0: on board, Kevin. I'm
2: not, I don't know much about what? politics. I, I voted for Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The past six elections, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and
1: and as we as we look at these things, and you know the way times have changed and the way things are defined, it's like yeah, it is the whole you know uh, country is an oxymoron for the whole what could be today if we you know change the way we felt about things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while on one hand, I wanted to start talking about like you know we're talking about how the me too movement has led to people being scared to say anything to behave any way to tweet anything to tweet anything. Um, Ryan Johnson went back through and deleted (sighs) thousands and thousands and thousands of tweets (laughs) After the James Gunn incident. I'm sure everybody working for Disney did. Exactly. People for fear of their careers. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, the lack of freedom of speech as far as like the internet has come. (laughs) While I'm okay with the lack of, um, you know, hateful things being said. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, for instance, Roseanne Barr has no business making any kind of amount of money that she does while being able to call someone, uh, what, a monkey? In the most racist fashion. Yeah um there's still you know things that become that fine line I'm this is becoming a diatribe to get back to the main point I was talking about me too and being scared to say things but then we were also at the beginning of the podcast joking about how young it is to start saying the f word right right and I think that was last podcast it was it, yeah exactly it was the last podcast which I'll uh, uh, listen to the nerd archive in two days We're talking about how young you need to be to say the F word. And it's funny that we have both of those things because I'm just thinking like, you know, society is going to loosen up and loosen up and loosen up. Religion is going to die off because, you know, people, in my opinion, at least, Mm -hmm. because uh, people will come, you know, to learn that it's not even about uh, it's about loving yourself and loving each other. That's what religion is for. That's what religion was meant for. Religion was meant for doing the right thing. Yeah. Ultimately, that's what people wanted, and it became a let's be vindictive, let's be hateful, and let's be killing people. 9-11 would not have happened if religion didn't exist, potentially.
0: 90% of potentially. most wars wouldn't exist. Exactly. If it weren't for religion. With religion. But then you
1: have to look at the the facet of things where I know I've talked to history buffs and world politics buffs. Um, shout out to you, Lucas, at Target um who was who knows all these things and like gave me like rt which is russian trend news where they cover real shit like a coup in pakistan right things like that that are real shit and we don't you know you will never see something about the kardashians Mm -hmm. right or james gunn getting fired on rt (laughs) right with this kind of news and um I'm trying so hard yeah. right now. <laughs> I, got I got so you. far off on it. Um, that it becomes this thing of how do we how do we reset trends and how do we get there but sometimes it feels like we're moving one step forward and two steps back. Right. In terms of these things because how what kind of shame am I going to get when I get uh, uh, when I take my 2-year-old to Denny's and, and she's like fuck yeah tater tots. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Like Well, uh, what at what age is it a Appropriate for them to use it as long as they're using it in the correct context Mm -hmm.
1: and for the correct effect. I would not teach my children. Fuck you. Right. I would teach my children. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe fuck that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But But not
1: like, you know. Fuck that fat
0: bitch! Or, yeah. Exactly, know. right? Because yeah. it's all about like you dramatory. know, yeah. uh, uh, stamping out it's di- disp- disparaging against another person, right? Mm-hmm. You know that that's uncalled for, but you know, using it for extra emphasis and right when it's like, "Mom, I don't want any more fucking potatoes." It's true. Then you know the kid doesn't want potatoes; and they're not <laughs> <giving> <laughs> uh, right. They're definitely out on the potatoes.
3: Yeah.
1: But then all of a sudden we're looking at the devil's advocate of that scenario, where the first time my child tells me I don't want fucking broccoli, mm. and I'm like, I get it, but you need to eat it. Yeah. It's you like you fucking fun broccoli. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You yeah. need this <laughs> fucking. I'm about to go get a blender and a funnel from the garage. Yeah. All right. If you You're do to eat not it or drink it, <laughs> <laughs> one exactly. way or another, it's getting in you. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but I digress. You know, when I was a server at Rock Bottom. Yes. Uh, There was a pregnant customer who said she did want a taster of beer. Huh. Okay. How educated are you on the idea of this?
0: A taster of beer for a pregnant woman. I mean... A taster. She did not ask for a full beer. Right. So a little taste of beer. I mean, from what I understand depends on the level mm-hmm. that they're at in their pregnancy if they if she's like big pregnant then I, I mean they used they've given pregnant women you know the wine at yep a communion and stuff it's yeah. not like it's a exactly. large amount or anything yeah and i mean she is an adult she's allowed to make her own decisions and everything but how do you feel about that bringing that to her
2: yeah especially as a
1: server how do i feel I feel like that's their body And they mm-hmm. can do what they do Okay
0: so you don't have any moral Compunction about no, bringing her that taster I don't Okay,
1: Not truly because it's her body it's her mm-hmm. life I'm not going to lose sleep over something That someone else it's crying over spilled milk Right. right. I'm never going to see that lady again You yeah. know what I mean um, that's something that I choose not to Bridal
3: yeah.
1: And take on Right. myself um, By law I have to serve her Whatever she wants I can't see her being pregnant and go oh. nope You're pregnant. Okay. Fat or pregnant? Exactly.
3: (laughs) Time for another game of fat or pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Bring in the ladies, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right?
0: Somebody's getting
1: stabbed.
2: The show. (laughs) Exactly. They all want (laughs) tasters. You can only choose one. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Right? Behind door A, she ate the 20-pound burrito at Jack and Grill. Or she's been pregnant for four months. (laughs) Let's take it to the panel of judges, (laughs) you know, made by a doctor, a surgeon and a meth addict. Now, (laughs) uh, you know, I I did bring it to her. She was there with friends. They didn't say anything about it, you Mm. know, but it's this whole thing of a societal norm where if she's having a beer a day, uh, science has proven that's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Uh, Time and time again, it's also been proven uh, that people can have tastes of things. Um, people have had wine from time to time Mm -hmm. there are people that that you know is it risky to push it yeah of course you know what i mean um i know i had an ex-manager that kept losing kids with his significant other because his wife would not stop smoking okay and they just did not lose the children because she would not stop smoking right so there's that right how are, society, you know, and this is obviously turning into another thing where we like define what is cheating, but how do we define what social norms are and the way these things are changing in like the day and age uh, we live in? Well, right. you know, this, the sexual abuse in Hollywood needed to fucking stop. Yeah. That had been a well-known problem since early on songs about it. Yeah. Movies yeah, about people it. People have talked about it for years. And it wasn't only until just now where they put a stopper on. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Which it, you know, I'm glad it happened, but at what cost? And that is a societal change in a societal norm. Right. Can you guys think of anything that, like, struck you as, like, okay, that's weird, but it's their life or how you felt about it? Or maybe where you had to put your foot down and go, no.
2: I can't think of anything specific, but, I mean, I see that stuff all happens all the time. Like, a person will do something, like, oh, I, I can't see myself doing that, but it's their life. They could choose to do whatever they want. I don't have control of it, and that's not doesn't affect me, so... Do what you want.
0: Yeah, there was, there was a situation I was in years and years and years ago, back when I was a teenager and experimenting with pot, pretty much, my buddies and everything. Uh, we went to a dealer's house because it was pretty dry at that point. And uh, we go in this house, and there's like eight people in there, three of which are smaller kids, like toddler to preschool Mm -hmm. kids and the as is the custom when you buy pot from somebody you you smoke with them right he puts in a pinch you put in a pinch and everybody gets a little blazed on it well you need a tray or what not to roll a joint on so they grabbed a little golden book from the little girl and she she was just holding it, and guy, can I borrow this? And she hands it to him, <laughs> and he takes it, and he, he sets it on his lap, and immediately she starts doing this. The kid did? The kid did, yes. She starts mocking, rolling a joint, or licking it closed. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. She's seen this enough to know.
1: Yeah. Great. And
0: mm. so I was like... This is a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. This this isn't this isn't necessarily cool. Yes. I don't know how I feel about this.
1: Especially since THC has been scientifically proven to inhibit the growth of young minds.
0: Right. Well, it's more the deprivation of oxygen. That too. That's that's the main thing. You mm-hmm. want to keep the air clean around a kid. Yep. And so they, you know, and everybody's laughing about this little girl doing this mm-hmm. except for me. Right. And that's when I kind of got my squee factor in when I was like, okay, everybody else thinks this is funny. Yeah. And I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, it's, it, it's done and sparked and everything. And I was like, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Pass pass along. You know, and it goes past me and I don't partake at this point. And it gets to one of the girls in the circle and I suddenly hear a baby crying and I was like there's a baby here she was like yeah let me go get him she goes and she gets the baby and this is this adorable baby and she's got the baby on her shoulder and she's rubbing his back and everything and they joey gets to her and she's got the baby on one shoulder and turns her head the other way and takes this massive hit and that's when I was like I'm out of here yeah. yeah i'll meet you guys outside <laughs> this so is cool. this yeah. is not not cool at yeah, all with me.
1: Something I don't want to partake in. Yeah, this I don't
0: even want to be present for this. I'm this, literally
1: watching you expose your child to smoke. Yeah. Jesus this, well Christ. this is like
0: this is like when you and I felt like you and McGregor getting clean and train spotting. Yeah. And he sees the dead baby crawling yeah. on the yeah. ceiling. That was the feeling I got mm-hmm. in that situation. And I was like, All right, I'll meet you guys outside. I'm just gonna go get some fresh air and yeah, I step right. outside and I'm like, What do I do here?
1: Yeah what am I supposed to do it sucks to see people who don't care that much you know what I mean yeah um but it's you know it's proven and they'll they they reap their reward you know yeah who knows how smart that kid is today yeah
0: yeah (laughs) I don't I mean I don't know what became of any of it I never went back to that house I I was like this that was like the beginning of the end for me as far as drug culture went I was like I don't
1: know if I need to be
0: part of any of this anymore
1: Um, You know, my wife is, as a nursing school student, she's exposed to a lot of, like, health factors and stuff like that. Right. And after learning about um, everything about smoking, uh, she won't even let you touch our children if you smoke at all because of what you bring back with it on your hands, in the nicotine, in the breath, what stays in the shirt. Yeah. All of it, there's not one good thing that you can bring with the smoking from it. Right. Is that an extreme? Partially. Yeah. Is it our child? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. You have to decide what to do, right? Exactly, right? So, like, when when the time comes, fair warning. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, and
0: would you rather your child be exposed to the effect of a smoker... If they say they haven't had a cigarette in 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. they've washed their hands, Mm -hmm. they've changed their shirt, possibly even taken a shower. Right. Okay, so they're mostly clean, fresh clothes. Yeah. So would you be more okay exposing your kid to a smoker who hasn't smoked and has cleaned up since then or someone who's going to be verbally abusive to your child? Or in the presence of your child. Not even to your child, just in in the presence of
1: that. Well, you don't have a mic, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to talk. We will. You will get your I mean, which, say next which week. One Write more, down a list of everything you want to say, which Brian. Which one do you think is more <laughs> I'm sorry. harmful?
3: Yeah.
2: I, it kind of depends on the age. Because if they're a baby, they're not going to want any verbal abuse, right? But when they're older, I'd really have the, the smoker probably than the verbal abuse. Especially when they could start saying things and understanding what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I think... I'd rather have the smoker around the more than the verbal abuse.
0: Okay.
1: That's a good question. yeah. yeah. I mean you would want a smoker over the verbal abuse. Yeah. I mean if we're I mean if we're just doing hypothetical questions for Right, right, right. Brian, do you wanna take off the headphones and come over here? You wanna chime in?
0: (laughs) Here comes Brian. You you
1: seem to be very on point about this.
0: Here comes Brian. Based off of how me and my sister have grown up, I'd rather the smoker. All right. There we go. Fair yeah. enough. How about you? Oh, I'd rather the smoker. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a smoker now. Right. And have been, and I attribute quite a bit of that to just growing up around smokers. Right. My, right. Whole, my whole family, pretty much, smoked around me as a kid. All the time. And when I came old enough, I started smoking, my mom got super pissed. But what was before I started smoking, my grandfather died. Mm-hmm. And he died very suddenly on Halloween night when I was 12. Just I came home from trick-or-treating and found out my grandfather was dead. Oh, that's rough. Bummer. And the smell of stale cigarette smoke in mm-hmm. the air reminded me of him. Because every time I got in the truck to go fishing with him, it reeked of stale tobacco. Yep. Right. So, and, you know, that. Olfactory sense just well is the quickest thing to connect to memory. It's true. So
1: now, as you say, like with with the whole secondhand smoke thing, there's also the whole thing of uh, in terms of how you expose people. Because I know uh, our grandfather smoked like a fucking chimney. Yep. Mm-hmm. In the garage which was not well ventilated. No, nope, we right were with him. I remember the light just shining in and we would go with him to, he owned his own sheet metal business and we'd go to work with him and then we'd come back and he sat in the garage and listened to music and smoked cigarettes and played fetch with the dog. He had spoons. He played spoons. Nice. But when we were bored, we'd hang out with him and yeah. joke around and just hang. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he definitely exposed to us to a fuck ton of secondhand smoke if yeah. we if kevin and i get lung cancer that's why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hands down because yeah. i've smoked more than kevin definitely but i've had my own excursion I only had with, one cigarette, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've had my own excursion with cigarettes and then uh marijuana which i'm done with and then um the uh i also tried a smoking pipe for a while i like cigars i will still if i go to vegas i'll, I'll have a cigar here and there yeah. i don't inhale that shit no. it just tastes wonderful yeah yeah um and then smoking pipes are also highly fun when you get moist delicious t- yeah. flavored tobacco oh yeah I really I want apple l-
0: cherry wood tobacco for my pipe
1: oh yeah exactly I really want a long Gandalf pipe yes. really bad <laughs> like I just want the long one you want yeah. the halflings pipe weed <laughs> yes exactly your love of the halflings mm, mm, some pipe some old Toby oh yeah to just mm. oh <laughs> sweet it's silly but you know yeah it's good times <clears throat> no, also, I, I blame Sherlock Holmes also.
0: For, no, there you go. Yeah. Now, I, I just, I've always been exposed to tobacco. I never knew anything. My sister's complete opposite. Mm-hmm. My sister grew up in the same way I did, but she is completely opposite. Hmm. Never touched it, never will. Despises it. She puts up with other people smoking. Right. Just mildly tolerates it. Avoids it if possible.
1: My wife is the same way.
0: Yeah. But I'm... I mean, I, I went full bore. I don't know why.
1: I wasn't trying to, like, dump this on you. No, no, no. On it's your fine. shoulders. It's fine.
0: Like. That, that is that is the cross that all smokers bear. Is being told how horrible it is for you at any given moment. <laughs> and it's like, I, you think I don't know? I mean, yeah. shit. I'd love to stop and be done with it forever. But I'll never be done with it forever. Yeah. It'll always be there. It's just too...
1: No,
2: it's
0: true. too ingrained.
2: Yeah. Even like, my dad's quit a couple times, and uh, he's, he says even like if you sit around someone and they light it up, that just that smell he gets like mm-hmm. he enjoys it something like that. But I don't think he smokes right now. But yeah. he's quit off and on his whole life too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I mean I've quit four times mm. since I started, and every time I've quit, within like a week I'm like fucking Wolverine with my nose. I can yeah. smell. Yeah. Everything,
3: uh-huh.
0: everything. I can't go downtown if I just quit smoking because it smells like homeless and piss and shit yeah. and exhaust and pizza on top of that. Yeah. So it's impossible to eat pizza because everywhere smells like pizza and human waste. You don't want to mix those two.
1: It's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, a uh, fun thing that I just made a connection of. In terms of times changing and uh, seeing new norms change, without getting too far into nerd territory, have you guys watched the Sherlock TV show? No. Nope. Not yet. On BBC, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I know you have, Brian, so high five. There we go. Do you want to
3: borrow it? A I big. The entire season. <laughs> there you go. Right, I think right. it's on Netflix, too. I think it is.
1: But uh, <laughs> his character, from time to time on an episode, will have a nicotine patch on because he doesn't smoke anymore. He doesn't mm-hmm. smoke his pipe. Right. And people will go, uh, well, Sherlock's moody again because he started and quit again, and yeah. he's moody again, and it's so funny because it'll lend to his character. You know what I mean? Nice. I thought that was a fun thing about the way society huh. changes, and you know, this new Sherlock show keeps up with that. Right. You man. know what I mean? So highly yeah. interesting. <laughs> I, could,
0: I, could, I could go on about that because uh, the same guy that show runs that show mm-hmm. does Doctor Who. Oh, and very has nice. been for the past few years. Nice. And he was talking on a podcast about the differences between them because people were like, you know, isn't Doctor Who basically space Sherlock? And he's like, no, huh? no. Doctor Who is about a god who wants to be human. Sherlock is about a human who thinks he's a god. He's hmm. he's that level of right. You know, just brilliant to the point of crazy.
1: So you're a fan of Doctor Who.
0: I am a big fan of Doctor Who.
1: I can't get into it because I always want to start from the beginning and the beginning bores me. What do you think of the female Doctor Who?
0: I am excited to see what happens. Mm -hmm. I kind of tuned out for all of Peter Capaldi's run, Mm -hmm. the previous Doctor, Mm -hmm. just because it started off very slapsticky and Mm -hmm. very comedic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this this isn't. This is weird. I'm not, I'm not on board with this. Right. I should have stuck with it. I will eventually go back. But, but I mean, I've been watching Doctor Who since the 80s. So I, I started with the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker. Dude's mm. awesome. Technically, I started with Peter Pertwee. He was the third Doctor. And he was just as awesome. But uh, when it comes to my fandoms, typically if you involve time travel and you do it well, I'll be 100% on board. All the time. Some of my favorite movies are Back to the Future, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, mm-hmm. and uh, Live, Die, Repeat, The Edge of Tomorrow.
1: I like The Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I just lent that to Cody. Did you? Yes. Nice. Because Cody, watch seen. it. Yeah, right? And Cody, if you haven't it. watch it, yet, watch it. They're pretty good about that, though. They watch yeah. Peter Rabbit real quick. Now, uh, if we haven't beat this subject to a Bloody Pulp. Yeah. I'd like to hijack. Okay. Because we're kind of there. You were saying it was gonna segue anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is a full on hijack of a serious topic. Woohoo! Space. The final frontier. These are the voyage. And it's not Star Trek. Um God b- damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you wish. Um, so <laughs> I do. I do only if it's a Kelvin universe with lens flares. Uh Yeah, how about you eat a dick? Nah, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) only if it's Chris Pine's. (laughs) So that being said, um, damn it, that I forgot to say something on the nerd archive. I'll say it off camera. Who cares? Uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Chris Pine might have to take a a pay cut for Star Trek Four to happen, and they said no, so Star Trek Four probably won't happen. I'm on board with that. Okay, so (laughs) um, moving on space. An existence. Before, um, after he died, it came to light that uh, famous physicist. Thank Stephen you, Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, his last plan of of uh, his last theory that he was working on yeah. was that there are alternate dimensions. Mm-hmm. Yes, that there are alternate realities in places and ways that things are happening. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah um i think that's a little too far-fetched myself now the question isn't do you think that that's a possibility but so much as what is your opinion on space which undoubtedly this is going to lead us down the road of aliens and god yeah but let's just open that shit right up (laughs) all right (laughs) crack that open (laughs) all right kevin (laughs) yeah. <laughs> what you think about space? We're, we're talking a lot. <laughs> I feel like we're a
2: tiny speck on a giant map of planets, Yes. other life forms.
1: Galaxies. Yeah. I feel yeah. like our
2: galaxy is even still a tinier, tiny speck as well. I feel like there's millions of galaxies out there, millions of other... Yeah. I'm not sure about alternate realities of us. Maybe there's mm-hmm. a skinny me out there that mm-hmm. likes football, war, and hockey. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I don't believe in a, there will be other realities, but I believe there's other life forms out there mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. um, I've, I think there is a God too mm-hmm. um, that created all this stuff too yes, um, but your position is agnostic then what's agnostic mean?
0: means that there could be or could not
1: be a god. it doesn't affect your life either way uh I also, which religion at that point? That's what I take agnostic yeah. as, which is not choosing to, you know, be with Baptists because Jesus wore sandals or right. Christians because he wore Nikes. Right. Right.
2: I can see that. Um, I mean, I've been through different phases of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I grew up Baptist with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom passed away. I was very non-believing, uh, pretty much atheist by that point. Like, why would God take my mom away from me and, like, fuck up my life right here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> then, me, and my wife, my, my wife's family, they're very... Christian mm-hmm. and just like doing stuff with them like I kind of believe more spiritually now that uh, there is a God uh, but I can see it there is either is or not I always go back and forth right but um, currently years I, I believe there is a God and there is a creator up there yeah. whether it's Christianity or whatever maybe it's not even that maybe it's just like kind of a blend of everything put together who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but I believe there is someone up there that is the creator of everything it's true yeah
0: Okay, so there's a creator. Mm-hmm. Does he give a shit about what you do? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I believe,
2: so. I believe he kind of has like a, a set plan for you, like a roadmap, and it's your choice to either go down, find the forks, go down the right fork, mm-hmm. just live your life. I'm pretty sure there's a roadmap out there, and just whatever you choose, that's just how your life is going to go, right?
0: Okay. All right, so do you think there's like the start point, the mm-hmm. end point, and all roads go between there? Or do you think that there's a start point and then there's roads? Roads. And wherever you end up is, is wherever you end up.
2: I believe that. Kind of like a, a text adventure game, right? Okay. Um, you crawl across this path. You want to hop the river, go over the bridge. Just whatever you choose will end up just changing your life. But I'm pretty sure, Why well, I feel there is a set map for you. It just, it's just your game to play, basically.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Kind of the, uh, what was that movie? Adjustment Bureau? <laughs> I, never, I never heard of that one. Uh-oh. The Adjustment Bureau was this, like, weird Mm. movie about... uh, It had Matt Damon in it. And uh, he bumps into a guy that has his roadmap in a book. Mm. And there's these guys in fedoras that can, like, go through doors. And they're basically, like, teleporting, going Uh through these doors and everything. But they are a... They are an organization that keeps people on their plan. Hmm. Sounds very interesting. Yeah, so... Matt Damon actually goes off plan and then he discovers the his adjust his adjuster just by accident. Mm -hmm. So then he finds out about the book with the plan and the fedoras and everything. And he's doing his best to alter his own plan so that he can end up with this chick. Mm -hmm. Because the whole thing is that he's supposed to run for office. He's supposed to be a major political player. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to marry this girl not the girl he actually loves, this one that's well-connected. Mm. So they're trying to move the pieces to keep him in that path, and instead he's going for love. Right. So that's it's a little cool. hokey in pre- premise, yeah, but can see the, the idea is pretty freaking yeah. sweet to explore. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I can see that.
2: Uh, you know, overall, I think there is a person up there, a creator, some type of entity, right? Okay. And he gives you a life, and you, it's basically your own game to play, however you choose I also feel like there's other life forms and other planets and... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Millions of galaxies. Now, just because of the Stephen Hawking's theory, do you think that it's so vast and so big that somewhere millions Mm -hmm. and millions and millions and trillions and billions of light years away Mm -hmm. that there's a skinny Kevin (laughs) talking about how he likes football more (laughs) than hockey? I, I,
2: I could... I don't believe that, but I'm also open to that. Like, oh, well, that, that could be true. Right? Exactly. Like, I guess you don't know if it is true or not. It never will. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it doesn't
1: Right. exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I could, I would believe that happening, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And for that reason, are those people aliens? Will aliens be big headed? What are they, you know, like?
2: I don't know. Movies have their own, like, interpretation of aliens, right? And that's what probably what everybody gets the big green guys, the black guys, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, Drug induced, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel we could find another type of human with like blue skin. I, I would. I, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, right. I think we technically we could
1: be aliens to them too. We would be. Yeah. Well, are they are they aliens if they if we arrive at each other and we look the exact same? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, oh, where are you from Texas? Right. Like, what's Texas? Right. <laughs> They're the exact same. they are the exact same. Until he took off his pants and had two penises. <laughs> Just kidding. What if it turns
0: out that everything is exactly the same? It's just the pronunciation of things that are different. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> uh, like, where are you from? I'm from Arkansas. You mean Arkansas? No, Arkansas. Are you stupid? Just kind of
2: <laughs> Kansas is
0: Kansas.
1: Yeah. First Rick and Morty <laughs> reference of the name. <laughs>
3: I told him it means peace among worlds. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, Cody will be fulfilled now. He knows everything. Now he'll know that everything went well without him. Um, (laughs) You know.
0: Well, no, the whole multiverse
1: theory just lends
0: itself to all the things about Rick and Morty that is so... Amazing, amazing, and crazy, and that makes you really think about it. In spite of all the jokes and everything, right. it's just. I like, hope
1: Stephen Hawking got to watch some episodes it, before he went.
0: Definitely <laughs> inspired it. That, that,
2: yeah. Peace among worlds one is awesome. He built another like world inside of a car battery.
1: Exactly. And yes. they built yep. another world inside of their battery. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. That's amazing. Maybe we're just somebody's battery. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes I wonder if we're a speck floating in space, but space is a speck floating Mm. in a different space. And all it takes is one giant gargantuan being to just sneeze (laughs) (laughs) and we're gone. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's kind of my theory on
0: creation is it lends itself to, okay, that, do you remember an old episode of the Simpsons? that was a treehouse of horror Mm -hmm. where Lisa put a tooth into a picks in a Petri dish, poured in Coke because mm-hmm. she wanted to, she was doing a science project on the tooth effect decay? of coke yeah. on tooth decay. Yeah. And Bart was doing static electricity shocks on her to torture her. And she accidentally statically charged the tooth and the coke. And it builds this tiny little society in the Petri dish. Mm. Yeah. You remember this episode? Vaguely. That is my theory on God, yeah, right. And the existence of God is uh-huh. that if there is one, he sneezed in a petri dish and said, "Holy shit, what's going on?" Right. Let me just watch and see what happens.
1: I like the accident theory, um, you know, because it's weird. Because on one hand, we would like to think like, you know, boom, there's life and we're intelligent. Like, and and scientists all agree that we're we're a miracle in that, right? That there's yeah. other galaxies and there aren't, mm-hmm. you know, other human beings yet, but we've discovered other Earths. Uh, Goldilocks planets, yes. Exactly. Uh, I love the idea that, that that we're an accident. And that also juxtaposes my feelings of God. Yeah. Because um, if we're an accident, can't really be a God. But then I think about the way that there's a sun and there's a moon. There's a lightness and there's a darkness. There's always shades of gray in between those things. But it's the it's the sun and the moon that also provides us with an ecosystem it provides us with gravity to exist on the planet, yep. it provides us with uh, the sun. Provides us with photosynthesis that grows mm-hmm. our our food and our meanings. Yeah. Uh, still, kind of a gigantic gap in there somewhere with how we exist, but we are definitely related to the primates, yeah. <laughs> Right. somehow. I definitely believe in evolution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, and then there's the idea of evolution, but you know, and then all the things existing in just the same way. Now, Mars, um, they've they're pr- they've th- there's water on Mars. They just found water. They yep. just yeah. found water on Mars, right? Uh, which leads us to the idea that mars you know um maybe if mars was a little closer to the sun and we weren't mars would be earth possible you know what i mean
0: possible yeah exactly. well there could be life forms there that just aren't
1: carbon-based. they exactly. could be silicon-based. I love the idea that um, as evolution times turn, and God, this is an idea for a book that I had, was that we get to Mars and find out that underneath Mars is a far-advanced civilization that had to go underneath and create their own fake sun to exist because they drifted out of the sun's distance because the sun is dying, but over millions and millions and millions of years, mm-hmm. it's going to dwindle it used to be a lot stronger when life didn't exist on our planet it existed on mars but they had to go under the surface but their technology advanced fast enough in the uh, in the span of time that they are a millions and millions and millions and millions of years old version of humans okay i don't hmm this is this it is what impossible. i this is what i love about these these conversations yeah is because uh, uh in a different universe, we're riding chickens instead of horses. Cars right. exist. You know what I mean? But yeah. like uh, in a Cars different- drive us to school. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Uh, uh, butts, butts look at porn of faces. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Still. So I Absolute. don't know – and, and I know that's really far out there, but that's what I love about the idea of existence outside of us in yeah. accidents that – there's
3: no way
1: to tell that while we might be getting clues, we'll probably destroy ourselves before we get to that point. Yeah. yeah. I really hope that uh, we, we at least get a few of us off the planet to go into the distance and figure things out. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: I don't think that we'll be able to make it very far. I think the limits of technology and the limits of physics yeah, really prevent. That's why we, there could be other life out there and no one would ever know. Yeah. It's just because without a generation ship, you're not going to you're not going to find each other. Right? Yeah, exactly. We're just too distant. Yep. So uh, there's a book. There's a science fiction book out there called uh, The Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read it. I can't remember the author at this point. But um, it was it took place in the future, and they were going to find life on other planets. And they, because they received a radio transmission from deep space. And at this point, there are two massive strengths in the world. The Catholic Church and corporations. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Governments are gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody is being guided by Catholicism and the almighty dollar. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Yes. So, it's a race between one particular corporation and the Catholic Church to get there first. Now, they've been doing deep space mining on asteroids. And so, they take a large asteroid that's been set up to be mining and they're going to fire that towards this planet where the radio signal is coming from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, they pick like... I don't know, 15 people to ride this asteroid pretty much. And they're telling him it's going to take 16 years mm-hmm. to reach there. But there's so much on this asteroid. The asteroid is of such a size that they could mine it for the next 50 mm-hmm. without it losing enough mass to... So it's supplying all of their power. It's supplying all of their food. It's supplying all of their supplies and everything just in mining this asteroid. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, The whole book is just... An amazing idea mm-hmm. the way things are executed. Now I, this is all separate from the main story, but right. and I won't give that away in case you want to read it. It does something interesting. I it does. It's a it's a decent read. It's it drags at points, but it's really thick in its detail that mm-hmm. kind of keeps you hungry to mm-hmm. keep on reading. And <laughs> excellent book. But I just love that idea of a generation ship or mining an asteroid to go further out. Yeah. Cause that's the only way you could do it. Mm-hmm. Also Cause they've true. got these kids on here that are like 22, 23 mm-hmm. and they're like genius level in different things. One's a botanist, one's a language expert. Yeah. Yeah. But because it takes 16 years to get there, mm-hmm. they're having to pretty much ride this, yeah. ride this thing yeah. for 16 years best get friendly yeah yeah that too because these are the only people you're going to be interacting with for
1: quite a while a couple decades all of the martian but farther yep. away yep
0: i haven't seen the martian or read the martian right right i haven't done either of those things i think i might have the martian no i don't have the martian <laughs> i have gravity that's the one i have that i won't have no intention of ever watching how come couple of reasons. One, I think it was intended to be seen on a large screen. It was. That's for sure. I don't think it will play as well on a home video as it would in a theater.
1: I saw it come back to the IMAX once.
0: I might catch it when it comes back. Yeah,
1: if I see it, I'll let you know. But I
0: really doubt that because my second reason is I hate Sandra Bullock.
1: Oh, well then there's that.
0: I really, really, really dislike her. Just in general.
1: You don't like Miss Congeniality? No. Never saw it. You don't like The Heat? Never heard of it.
0: I like it, but because of Thomas Wilson.
1: Oh, okay. The Heat was still pretty funny.
0: It was pretty funny, but I like Tom Wilson, and that's what kept me on board. Okay, fine. He played Biff in Back to the Future. He but also I played digress. the police chief in The Heat.
1: He did? <laughs> yes. I, I heard of the heat. distinctly remember. The Heat is one with uh, Catherine McCarthy. Kate McCarthy
0: Mm-mm. Kate Mc- Melissa McCarthy Melissa
1: McCarthy thank you uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock where Melissa McCarthy is like a, it's a buddy cop where yeah. Sandra Bullock's a serious cop uh-huh. and then Melissa McCarthy is not yeah I don't think I've seen that one seriously yeah yeah but still uh where do you where do you land with the space and aliens and gods though rich I mean well well,
0: space aliens and gods I think like I said I think there's aliens out there that we will just never know yep that's too far away. There's no way to get there without a generation ship. So we will never know. Okay. Now, possibly the third person born outside of an earth atmosphere might know. But I think it would take at least two full generations on a generation ship before we're even close enough to find anybody.
2: I agree. We yeah. won't see anything in our, in our lifetime.
0: Yeah. Unless there's some other planet out there that started this hundreds of years ago and their generation ship's about to come in. Yeah, they're going to come right because back. Because they just caught our radio wave.
1: Right. And they're coming in. Because we are sending things out. Yeah.
2: Is that Tesla out in space still riding around.
1: Playing David Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Love nice. it. Love it. <laughs> I hope
0: it's got solar so that it can recharge. Right, right. But, uh, so I... And I fully believe there are aliens out there not not necessarily different from us, not necessarily, you know, right. super powered or other powered or anything. Right. At
1: the end of the day, as much as I love the idea of all these wacky aliens that we'll see in all of our sci-fi shows, I feel like that while the universe might be so vast, it is still very similar. Yeah. Some planets are dwarves. Some mm-hmm. are gas giants. Yep. Some have atmospheres. Some of them don't. But at the end of the day, when a a planet gets some sun, maybe a moon or two, and they have the right ecosystem, who's to say that what develops there would be different from us? Is it now, as I think about this and say it out loud, does biology create, you know, is biology so random in terms of mutation that they would have different things there? Biology
0: is quite dependent on its environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're all pretty much based out of carbon. So when you get into the organic chemistry of it, if there's there's the Goldilocks planet out there with plenty of carbon and that chemistry lines up to where they look just like us and everything, great. There might be other planets out there that are swarming with silicone-based insects. True. And we might never know them or see them because... We don't expect that type of life. Right. Yeah. You know, we dream about it in sci-fi. We talk about it in different science fiction novels or on Star Trek or whatever. But we wouldn't know it to recognize it. Perhaps it moves so slowly that we just don't know.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, right.
0: All right. Like a butterfly lives, what, four days? Okay. So say a butterfly lives lives on a tree. And you go and you talk to that butterfly about life and they think, you ask them if that tree is alive and they're like, no, the tree's not alive. I've never seen it move or do anything my entire existence. Mm -hmm. Maybe we just don't last long enough to know what life is. True. You know, I've been around 40 years. (laughs) I've been around 40 years. The planet really hasn't changed all
1: that much. We should have ate edibles before we started. (laughs) You mean you guys didn't?
3: (laughs) This is why you're doing
1: this. Okay. No, but. He didn't eat edibles anyway. He was joking. I was totally joking. (laughs)
0: So, I mean, the nature of God, I think, is just the scientist with the Petri dish.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If there is a God, they really do not give a shit what decisions we make. It's true. There is no moral accountability from a higher power Mm -hmm. unless you think there is one.
1: I mean, they would have stepped in already and been like, hold up. Y'all are being assholes to each other. Let's get this straight.
0: Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. On a long enough timeline, what's to say it doesn't all balance out? True. For all intents and purposes, we might just be the butterfly on the tree. True. We just don't last long enough. Yeah. Now, say the next leap or whatever, the next life form or whatever, lasts millennia. Let's just say all of this isn't part of that Mm -hmm. plan to end up Mm -hmm. at this destination.
2: Right.
1: How long were the dinosaurs around? Like actually around? Because I'm pretty sure it was more than... I'm a th- sure it was millions. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Because there's, there's different uh, periods of dinosaurs. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So there's no telling just how long they were around. or We know that they were gone for exactly. millions of years. It is also... Like,
1: life is also a wild card thing. Yep. The way we're looking at it because of that, because of the dinosaurs. And I always remember the dinosaurs. God, did you tell me you've watched Pillow Talk? The video? No. The little dicky song. We're doing that first thing when we're finished here because <laughs> uh, we got to do that. Well, pillow talk yeah. is probably the one of the best rap songs ever made, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and it's long, but it's legit. Uh, with with the I always remember the dinosaurs, and it's like, well, you know, because these Cretaceous periods went for like twenty five thousand years. Yep. You know what I mean? Not Cretaceous period, but obviously, I'm just using my right. words. Everyone knows what I mean. From yeah. period to period, they went over like thousands of years. And w- there were thousands of different dinosaurs. We just happened to see the ones that were in the last period before the asteroid struck and wiped right. them all out. Yep. You know what I mean? But um, they, well, there might have been like more woolly mammoths in the time that were related to our elephants. We still have crocodiles that are related to dinosaurs. Maybe it is just mutations and so we could get yeah. people who show up and they're the exact same, but they have a third eye in the middle of their forehead. Yep.
0: Mutations happen That's all the time. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's too cool. What if... I mean, sucks to say, but what if cancer is the next leap? Yes, and really, I mean, right now cancer is our main epidemic. That's what's killing most people. Yeah, true. And it's because we've gotten so good at correcting heart attacks. Okay, it, years ago it was it was a heart attack? It was cardiac failure. True. That was the epidemic. Yeah. And then we addressed it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's cancer. And we're addressing it. Was <laughs> too soon dude that's gear than aids in the 80s anyway i i promised i was gonna quit making that reference i just
1: well i brought it up i was you enabling did. you and you i'm sorry <laughs> okay. i apologize for that yeah yeah anyway we're, we're overdue for another flu such as the spanish flu that wipes Swim out flu? uh yeah. it was well, people were freaking out that was it that was not it yeah Ebola it was scary. It, well, everyone flips a lid whenever there's any kind of epidemic anywhere right. in
0: terms of life. Yeah, Well, these things are all they always freak out if somebody just dies randomly of the flu. Right. The regular flu kills thousands every year. Yep. But it's the swine flu because that's what Fox News talked about last night. Yeah, right. That's the one that gets the attention mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. but yeah. whatever media is reporting. Exactly. That's the one we freak out about. Yep. But, I mean, say we tackle cancer, what's next? We're already tackling malaria. True. Bill Gates, his foundation has almost got it to where we're not going to have a malaria problem anymore. Mm
1: -hmm,
3: mm -hmm. They're
0: right on the cusp if they haven't done it already. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: What hits next?
1: True. I mean, there's always something. And maybe it won't be at the... Yeah. Yeah. And then even then when we, you know, stifle it, I don't think that things are coming out fast enough at a rate in which we are solving these problems. While cancer is the thing, um, there are drugs that do work yep. on cancer already. Mm. It's a matter of, you know, uh, Martin Shkreli had mm. the cure for AIDS yep. and marked that shit up because it was the cost of getting rid of AIDS. Eventually that'll become commonplace. The cure for cancer will become commonplace. And then, you know, what are we looking at? Overpopulation. That's my opinion. I don't when think we so.
2: I think millennials are... I don't think we're populating the planet as much as to sustain yeah. life now. Well, we're still sustainable, right? But like we like, before us was the baby boomers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the millennials are like having 0 to 1 kid.
1: Also well. true, yeah. 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 My wife and I had a conversation about this yesterday. Where we're like, do we hop right to it mm-hmm. after nursing school or do you want to stay home with a kid? Well, neither of us were going to have to work. Yeah. Especially in Colorado. Exactly. Especially in Colorado. Colorado is a high expense state.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, do we fire off right away or do we wait until we're established? I don't know. We're also getting older. Yeah. We would prefer to start right now. That's why me and my wife are waiting, too. We want to check out a house first. Yeah. Because uh, I'll be 30 next year. So Exactly. I'm not getting younger. But at that rate, yeah. I don't want to have five fucking kids. Yeah. I'm going to be like 50 really with support, my youngest one. Right, yeah. I could really support me and my wife. Exactly. Me, both of yeah, ex- us working. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Exact same conversation we had last night where it's this whole thing of like, we're not running out there.
0: The wife and I shut it down once I hit 36. If it it didn't happen by then, it wasn't going to happen. So we shut it down. Just said, yeah, we don't need it. Right. Yeah. We don't need to have our own kid. If if the desire is still there, we'll adopt. Right. We'll become foster parents to try it out first. Whatever. Exactly. In the meantime, you know, I don't have to share my Legos.
1: Cool. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> my toys is my toys. Except with me. Yeah. And us. But
3: so. we make human like <laughs> yeah. wait on Voltron and to do yeah. a video. Yeah.
1: Is that driving you nuts yet? It's getting to a little itchy. Voltron? It's getting is a it? little okay. itchy. Next week, it's happening.
0: I might, I might, you know, if, if you come back and Ninjago City's built, yeah, it's time for Voltron. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All
1: right. Duly noted. Is Ninjago City going to fit on these freaking shelves? Uh, it'll more than likely sit on the floor.
0: Okay. I'll probably do like a little floor display thing and move the Disney castle down there, the ship and the. Okay. Some kind of like pl- the, plastic enclosure, yeah. potentially. Yeah. And uh, depending on the footprint, because I'm. Later this week, Hogwarts releases the Hogwarts castle.
3: Holy crap.
0: And it doesn't fit. <laughs> figs. it fits micro-figs.
1: Micro-figs.
2: Micro micro-figs. Yes. That that such funny. That's in August, right?
0: This, that's this Wednesday.
1: Is it this Wednesday? Oh, Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It is August, t- by the way. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> oh, Summer's on over. Yeah, I know, right? Tell me about it. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Well, eventually, we'll talk about the passage of time as you get older. Because holy shit. Years just, oh my God. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I swear to God, I woke up yesterday morning and it was February of 2013. Yeah, right. no. <laughs> and now it's I'm true. like, "Holy shit!" Where the fuck did the last five years go? I right. have no idea.
1: Well, you you hit 40 this year. Yep. Kevin is going to hit 30 next year in April. Yep. Nice. It's yep. a big deal. Enjoy it. Catching you. Nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll catch up eventually. Yeah. You'll be able to kind of sit there and be like, well, it's definitely having kids this century. So <laughs> yeah. it's going it's to happen. So. <laughs> yeah. Now or never.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, that
0: kind of circles back around to the double standard of the sexes, too. Just yes. Because I love kids, mm-hmm. especially babies. If I see a baby, I will steal a baby and hang out with it <laughs> for a couple hours if the parents will let me.
1: Friend of now, the family, Chloe Lambert, can attest to that. She yes. brought her baby to the wedding.
0: Yes. And I stole him.
1: And he regularly. was buying for several hours. That's cool. Several hours, yeah. Yes.
0: And then the next baby morning, we the went to breakfast and I stole the baby. <laughs> it's true. For about an hour. Yep. It was good times.
2: <laughs>
3: right, I
1: bet
2: those parents enjoyed the hour too. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, no, she, yeah.
0: But here's the thing if I. If a woman goes to a store mm-hmm. or a park or something and says, oh my, what a cute baby. Can I hold him? Yeah. Chances are they'll get a. Oh, yeah, sure. Whereas I. A 40-year-old male walks up to a person with a baby. Oh, man, that's a cute baby. Can I hold him? I'm probably going to end up on a list. Yep. I will more than likely get the cops called on me. Mm-hmm. This actually happened to a friend of mine. He was watching his nephew mm-hmm. for his sister, you know. He's watching his nephew, and uh, they go to a park, you know, and he's sitting on a bench, you know, screwing around on his phone while his nephew's running around playing, swinging on swings and stuff. And, you know, a couple hours pass, and he's like, okay, it's time to go. So he goes, and he gets his nephew, and he's like, come on, it's time to go. And the kid's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm having fun. He's like, it's time to go. We got to go meet your dad. Come on. Oh, I don't want to go. So he ends up having to grab the kid and take him. The kid is screaming his head off Ah. because he doesn't want to leave. Gets in the car, drives home. About two minutes after he walks in, there's a knock on his door, and it's the police. Mm. Another woman at the park saw him go up to a kid, grab him, and drag him screaming away from a swing set. Uh. And she got the cops involved because she thought this kid was being kidnapped. (laughs) This guy still has to report to the police about it. This really? happened years what? ago uh,
3: because uh, wow. he took the kid
0: <laughs> to the kid's house. And for whatever reason, his parents had not put up pictures of the two of them together. There was pictures of the kid. Yeah, there's pictures of the parents with the kid. But there were no recent pictures of my friend with this kid. Wow. Last one was him in a, as a baby. Yep. And so he's like, look on the wall. There's a picture of me with this kid. It's a picture of you with a baby. Okay, but there's a picture over here mm. on the same wall of this kid
1: with his parents. Yeah, we're still not convinced. Mm. It's like. Wow. Yeah. Now, to find answer, was he like marked for being a pedophile? I mean, I I mean this should I have been cleared up. I
0: don't actually know. I think it's okay. still kind of out there <laughs> because his sister is like. Is, you know they called his sister and she was like my husband will be home soon he's the boy's father and he'll attest to what yeah. happened and everything yep, yep yep but in the meantime he's got to hang out with these cops <laughs> yep and his nephew's freaking out because yep. there's cops at the door and they're ready to put his uncle in the cop in the yeah. cuffs yeah and is this your uncle yes well kids lie yeah, yeah. it's true
2: Jeez. It's almost scary to be
1: a guy these days. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, also with the change of society norms, I mean, it's as it stands still, um, white men are still the least um, antagonized of any kind of social injustice. Yep. Even then we see we see more and more as tides begin to turn, whether it be about making things more fair for other people Mm -hmm. or, you know, in some situations just like this, we're victimized by being in that boat. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, we have we have a level of privilege that we're supposed to feel guilty about. It's also true. I mean, yeah, I'm a white guy.
1: It's a it's a it's a dumb tier staircase that we don't notice because we are there. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, uh, we are privileged at the end of the day, at at the end of the day, no matter what you can say, um, we would have been far more privileged further back being born if we were. Mm -hmm. And it's largely unfortunate today because while we just exist for this exact same reason, we are starting to fall into that minority of being judged upon and, you know, like told for that reason, you know what I mean? Like, and it's weird yeah but it exi- it just hands down exists yeah but it's a very small percentage that might get bigger over years. maybe it'll die maybe the real asshole white men are gonna keep it that way you know what i mean but not us <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we will continue to have our uh interracial friends yep i'm sure rich will keep his interracial porn Oh, yes, I used to look at it. And I was fine with that. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, we will continue that's to keep a weird our gay thing friends. In the, That's
0: a weird thing in the BDSM community, actually. Is it really? The interracial thing? Yeah. Okay. Because there's, in the BDSM community, you know, there's master and slave. hmm Okay? Yes. And say you're a white guy and you're filming with a black girl. She's your slave. You feel comfortable referring to her like most doms wow. don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that the women involved in it are like, no, it's fine. It's not that connotation. Right. Exactly. It's a different yes. thing entirely. Yes. You know, because in the in the, sub, well, in the <laughs> Dom sub Stop. relationship, the sub has all the power. Okay? And they give up that power mm-hmm. to their Dom. And that is where the relationship is. Is that the the sub has all. Every bit of the power.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Dominant can't. If, if they say the safe word, it's over. Doesn't matter what the dominant wants. Sub says the safe word, done. True. Brings it to a screeching halt. Right. Right away. Dom doesn't have that. But that's understood in the dynamics of the relationship.
1: Hmm. So interesting. It, it, it's a... I love, topic. I love when we dive into shit like this.
0: It's a fascinating, fascinating topic. I could seriously go on on just all this kind of shit for the next several hours.
1: I hope it doesn't get frustrating for anyone listening, though, that yeah. like, we expose so many shades of gray. And yeah. while we can only, you know, talk about where we're at on it, we can't come to a definitive answer ever when mm-hmm. we talk about these things because there are none. No.
0: And, and, and there won't be. No. And the thing is that we're also very, very, very poorly educated on a lot of these things that we're talking about.
1: Well, no one's ever going to know everything about everything. Exactly. We choose to take the leap of talking about it despite the fact that we don't know about it. If we were, you know, uh, under a media conglomerate that, you know, um, said, well, we're paying you to do this. We literally wouldn't talk about any of this because we aren't, you know, well well enough known. But the idea is that we can have this conversation and learn things about it together. And, you know, because I learn things when I talk to you guys Mm -hmm. when we share things with each other. Yeah. and we give things to each other that we learn. you know.
0: Yeah, and there's there's so, so, so many things that we don't know because we were never taught, and all we have is our collective
1: experience right. yeah. to go on. Right, and it's also not for a lack of wanting to know everything. It's that not everyone knows everything. Right. So some of us care more about Star Wars than we do. What's going on with Donald Trump? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I do. You know what I mean? I think <laughs> politics are bullshit, and they're kind of fucking us over, and I don't really want to dwell on it, so I'm going to watch Star Wars and play video games. Right. <laughs> I second that. Yeah. Brian says in subtitles, hell, I learned stuff about myself just listening. We hope you do too. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, but, but what all did we cover? My God, we went into.
1: Defining we, we cheating. Started off on cheating.
0: We Space, went into, space aliens <laughs> and
1: gods.
3: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> episode of the title will be defining BDSM.
0: <laughs> uh, no Nice No it needs to be The Lust Jedi Since the last episode I Yeah you didn't I could not come up With say. a name for a porn parody Of episode 8
1: Yeah Cause we were and talking it, About that Yeah Yeah. What
0: would be the porn parody Of The Last Jedi Yeah come on Come on And then after the cast Yeah five minutes later In the backyard I'm in the backyard And I go The Lust Jedi
1: Damn it <laughs> <laughs> Fuck And said
0: he would Name the episode that And didn't
1: I didn't post it yet Oh, well I didn't on the podcast. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna for the video. Oh, okay, cool. Neat. No, I forgot to already though. I I I'm not even gonna think. Like. It's all right. We it can came it and down. went. It's okay. I'll go back and I'll make a denotation. That's fine.
0: Okay. That's fine. Jesus. It's fine. We'll just ref just reference it in this one. Put a put an episode title in the marker where I <laughs> mention the porn parody title.
1: <laughs> Change titles to The Lust Jedi. Yes. Lust just the fact that you not. were still thinking about it that long after <laughs> is just being amazing. And
0: I had to marinate. I said, come back to me. I'll get it eventually. And he did. And I did. Just
1: not on the show. He never let us down. Yep. That's, that's so right. Yep.
0: I'll, come, I'll circle back around whenever I can, which is what I just did. Nice. So, um, what are your thoughts, space aliens god? I already
1: did that. You did? Kind of. Well, I said, because I said, um, I was like. You let us around it. Well, kind of, just that I was excited about the existence of aliens. And, well, I mean, space, I mean, have I not given it a definitive answer? I guess I was asking more questions than I was saying, so I'll give quick answers because we've just been going in such a roundabout way. Space is goddamn massive. We are just a blip. We are are a drop in the pond. Uh, Aliens have to exist. Will we see them? I don't know. I hope so. That would be interesting. I hope they don't destroy us when they get here because they just, like, boop. And in the, the infinite words of Lil Dicky, will they be like, "Does Earth go hard?" <laughs> or will they be like, "Damn, Earth go hard?" Or will they just laugh at us and like zap us and like, you know, like, but Earth go hard, I hope." Um, God, I am largely and I've said this before, agnostic b- purely because uh, existence in its own. It is such a clever thing that we are able. To exist, we are able to love. Are they chemicals in the brains? Yes. What made the brains? Cells. Whatever. The Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Take me to the edge of the universe. Is there God there? Maybe not. <clears throat> what is? There might be a Big Bang. What made Earth? God? No, because there's space. Fine. There's other planets. Who's to say God didn't make the planets past that that point? Mm-hmm. Will we find out before we go? I hope not. If we do, however, <laughs> we'll find out that there's an afterlife there's no way in hell we will find out in our lifetime ever and no one will ever if there is an afterlife because I think afterlife will have something to do with time travel Well, they will come and they will snatch us maybe invisible maybe that's why we see ghosts because that's people moving through time maybe and this is my best bet you're, we, you're opening a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> a we aren't talking about ghosts till next month. Um, okay. Actually, in two months for October, we're, sa- write, we're saving all the Halloween stuff for Halloween. But all right, this stuff because uh, God, you just triggered so much shit right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, episode. life after the death is a whole other thing that we don't need to open up right now because we're already um, f- uh, well over the time limit. Um, not we keep it under two hours, obviously, so we're not breaking the rules right now. But um, with the the next place that we go i would like to think that if we do survive long enough for our technology to advance that they will come back and they will grab us you know what i mean if there's no way in hell that if we do survive as a race for a million years that they will not find a way to come back and get us
3: mm. okay
1: now i do believe that stephen hawkins thought that time travel was impossible regular stephen hawkinson
0: <laughs> when it comes to the subject of your ego.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> just pick up another uh, Rick Morty Steve. reference there. But guess, anyways, uh, th- that being said, you know, going back... Um, n- with that and God and time travel man there's so many like facets of this conversation but I do think as for now that there is a fair enough balance to our existence that there has to be a God until we know what created the universe somebody did mm-hmm. does he give a shit about us I sure hope so but for us to be able to exist in this fashion and to have a life to enjoy or to dread I would like to think because of my positive mentality think think that there's someone out there and maybe when we get there to those big pearly gates he's going to we're going to walk through and he's going to lean over the side and be like <laughs> How was that? Uh, <laughs> did you like it in third
0: grade when I made you wet yourself? Yeah, exactly. How'd right. that ride for you?
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's seemed to torment
0: you yeah, until about ninth grade, and then you get moved schools and got over it. So. Right, yeah. I gave you a hot
1: wife. What are you going to do, bitch? <laughs> in, the, in the infinite words of also Robin Williams making a platypus. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm God. <laughs> nice. Good shit. Take us home.
0: All right. My getting to know you question
1: don't even start (laughs) that's enough that's enough
0: oh it was going to be a one-word answer
1: you did one i'm liking the format of you have a thing to bring up and i have a thing to bring up cool because it is when daniel met rich that is true and then someone gets to partake that is true i'm someone someone. (laughs) yeah
0: yes i was going to make the joke on the earlier episode <laughs> Cody got a lot more into Transformers and a lot less into Pops.
1: So <laughs> true. So, but I forgot right. to say on the last episode, I've been reading Lord of the Rings. Yes, and make you happy. But we're not doing that now. How far are you in it? A uh, hundred pages. Which one? The first one. The first one. Yeah, The Fellowship of the Ring. The Lord no, the I Photoshop read, the, I read the, the Hobbit forever ago. Reading Lord of the Rings, I realize now why Lord of the Rings is Lord of the Rings. I finally got past like the 42nd page, which is like the first chapter, and now I'm realizing.
0: Don't let it let you hate the movies.
1: It's not doing okay. well for the movies. Ugh. But there's only so much you can do in a movie versus a book. Yeah. Right. Maybe that can be a thing. They had
0: to pick and choose. They had to pick and choose. It's true. But I'm happy with what they did on the movies. I'm hoping I'll be just as happy with what they do on the show. Yes. Because the books are dense.
1: Very. Yes. And that's Nerd Archive stuff, though. Yes, it is.
0: All right. So thank you for joining us on When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And uh, you'll hear this on Monday. Thank you very much. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all the things. YouTube. Rewind to the beginning because I don't want to rattle them all off again. Thank you. See you next time. I peed on the seat. Me too.